Folks, it's Believe Sports Business, Sports Media, also heard on Podcliff. I'm Fred. You can email us at sportsfredadale.com, sportsfredadale.com. Art Source with us, Mark Mancini, the world's worst sports handicapper with us, good friend attorney Laura Snoke with us, and uh, we're talking about this, that, and anything in sports. And Laura, during the break, you came up with a very interesting topic, uh, the women's soccer clubs in the USA and Canada uh, standing for something in principle and Nowadays in sports, if you stand for principle, you're on the outside looking in usually. But Laura Snook, talk about what uh, you mentioned just a few minutes ago. Well, the, uh, the the women's soccer teams for Canada and the United States were, in addition, they were protesting the unequal prize money, but they also had armbands, wristbands that, that said something like uh, celebrate trans joy or defend trans joy or something like that. And I thought it was a real um, interesting take on the whole attempt to prevent trans girls from participating in sports as young as six years old when none of them are professional athletes um, to have professional athletic teams or semi-professional anyway, country teams celebrating trans women in sports. And um, that started a dialogue. So I, I thought it was great. All right, Mark Mancini, uh, I think the most religious of uh, the four of us. Uh, you have an opinion what Laura just said, uh, Mark Mancini? Well, I mean, if, if, if like Artie had said in the pre-chat about it with, you know, I've got a problem if, if they're going to go along with the whole process, then I got no problem with it compared to if they're thinking about it by joining the team, just to, you know, I got three granddaughters and I, it would be a problem if, if one of those were in there and they didn't have the surgery and everything to go along with this. And they were just there to kind of just be a part of it. If you can understand what I'm saying. Yeah. No, I mean, I, it, that, that's what uh, people are wary of. I think art source uh, art. at 126 years of age, it's probably a new topic for you, but uh, art, what do you think? Well, you know, I, I, I agree with Laura with the young girls. I think that's a whole different situation than what I read about and watched on uh, Good Morning America with the swimming situation. But, you know, I, I, I think it's a real advantage for the man who becomes a woman. And I don't think it's fair for these athletes that are 17, 18, 19 years old that are competing at a high level to have to compete against a woman that was a man. Uh, I think, you know, if there's if there's enough of them, they can have their own division. They can swim against each other or or compete against each other. But I just don't think it's fair for for the for the young women that are really working hard to try to be champions. And that's my opinion on that. Attorney Laura Snoke, would you well, like if to you, respond? If you look if you look at if, if you look at scientific studies, gender is there is fluidity in gender physiologically i mean some people not not too many um do have ambiguity in their in their what we consider to be their gender criteria um so, so there's they're like a mezza mezza as much as saying grandfather would say there's a little bit of male and a little bit of female in their dna there's a lot of you know chromosomal abnormalities we would okay. say perhaps or maybe more normal who knows um, I, I, can, I, I vehemently disagree in terms of discriminating because um, you can't, I mean, they used to have that same argument with, you know, racial issues. Well, they can have their own league, which they did have their own leagues, right? 
but I mean, that's not the answer. Um, but is it fair to a young lady that's competing at a high level? But there's differences in people that are supposedly gender equivalent. I mean, we were just talking about this the other day. I mean, you look at look at a football team, for example, like the Kansas City Chiefs, the best team right now. And every one of those guys, every single one of those guys was the best player for their lives when they were little kids, when they were in Pop Warner. And, and every step along the way, there's calling because some people are just better than others. And to single out somebody who's better than somebody else just because they have a different chromosomal makeup or a different genitalia makeup. Um, I, I just don't believe that's fair. I think people who are transgender are legitimately conflicted about their gender at birth. They are not, they don't identify with their gender. I mean, I had a transgender client and I sort of, we didn't talk about that because that wasn't part of the, what we, she was hiring me for. But for me, she was just another person that happened to have, you know, blue eyes or bigger muscles or taller or, you know, I mean, so I, I, I just, I think it's just one more aspect of. Laura, how uh, did you refer to her when you talked to her? I mean, I referred to her as she, okay. and there was no question. And she went to the bathroom with me. Right. Okay. Let me, let me throw something out there. Hypothetically, let's say, you know, I decided to change my gender. In, but it's in, not a decision that you make. That's right. That's a problem. Right. I mean, Right. Well, what about no. what about the things we're hearing about in schools now without the parents hearing about it, that they go ahead and, and start giving these kids estrogen and different things like that? I mean, this is a I huge, huge school, area. I, I think a lot of that is I think a lot of that is propaganda. I don't think really it's it doesn't I, happen at all. You're sure. About I think that, there are um, I think there are there are instances in schools. I used to, when I was, for years, I did, a, I was a volunteer at a, at a domestic violence clinic for legal, legal services. And there are situations where there is abuse in a home that the kids are afraid to tell their parents. And there are issues where parents are, will not accept kids for who they are. So there are legitimate reasons, I think, for schools sometimes to withhold information from parents. I don't think it's either or situation art. I think every situation has its own. I think maybe there should be advocates. Let me just make a point here. If I had a daughter, okay, if I had a daughter and somebody in a school system decided they were going to do something without letting me know about it, okay, I would not be real happy with that decision. That's all I'm saying. Well, certainly medication or any kind of, but what about just calling that person by a different pronoun? I mean, well, if that's what they wanted, I, I mean, I, it's I like I said, I think every situation. If that's who, who wanted, the, the little girl? Well, I think, I don't think you can generalize and say, oh, our boy? source is a great parent, so he obviously needs to know what's well, going on. Versus well, ex-parent who's not a great parent. You know, I mean, I shouldn't, think shouldn't they be part of that discretion. decision? Shouldn't they be part of that decision made well, properly? Well, I think in general, yeah, but I think in some specific instances, no. I mean, there yeah. are very abusive people that have kids. I mean, come on. Right. Every serial uh, but, killer was a, a child right. at a parent, you know. Right. But so, but on the other on the other side of that coin too, if uh the opposite sex that decided to be a part of this 
and there was a hidden agenda to assault any of those women, wouldn't that be another story? I mean, we don't know what some of these, I mean, there, there could be something on the other side where a guy can figure, hey, I, I, all of a sudden I want to be something on the other side today. And then he assaults somebody. And then what do we, how do we look at that? How about let, me, let me just, let me ask you something, Mark. Um, throughout history, what group of people have been the most abusive toward women? Has it been transgender men? <laughs> no, it's been heterosexual men. Yeah. And that that aren't in disguise. I mean, that's just that is such a, a weird hypothetical. That would be somebody committing a crime, and you would be arrested. But that's not. I mean, that's not the same uh, thing. Let me ask you this. Put, let me ask you this. Could there be a money making scheme behind a lot of this too? Let me let, let me interrupt. I haven't heard that one. Let, I, let, I don't let, see let, how let, that. Let, 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 I mean, transgender just, people just, are, are commit suicide. It's not a uh, cheap operation. I've been in Trinidad, Colorado. Let me just. Throw, I know people who've had it. Let me just throw this out. Could there possibly be? I'm not talking about a six-year-old. I'm talking about a 17 or 20-year-old. Right. Can there possibly be a tougher decision that a human being could possibly make? Art? Can you come up with a tougher decision? No. 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 And, 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 I, and I really have empathy for anybody that's in that position. I mean, we've talked about my good friend, Mike Penner, Christine Daniels, who yeah. I worked with. And I and I and I shared I shared a lot of his and her, well, you know, concerns. And, and you know, he, she wound up committing suicide after years of being a woman and tremendous sports writer. And and it's a sad, sad situation. Yeah. And I don't want anybody to suffer if they're not happy with their gender and they feel like they should have been a woman or a man. That that's a, that's that, that I have no problem with. Laura, is there a tougher decision that anybody can make? You know, I don't think it's a tough decision for somebody who's transgender. I think it's a liberating decision for people who are who have who suffer from what they call body dysmorphia or whatever. Um, I, I think in a sense for those people. Um, based on people that I've known in my, my mother's boyfriend was a psychiatrist who counseled transgender people before they had surgery. And for them, it was the, 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 what the difficulty was trying to get the, the surgery and trying to get the treatment, not the decision, because it's unimaginable to us because we're not transgender. So if somebody right. asks me, what, what is part of your identity? I mean, being a woman is right up there with being Jewish, being whatever, you know, it's, it's just by basic identity. But if that's not your identity from the time you're a little kid, then, you know, for, the, for them to make, it's, it's almost just becoming who they are, not some, becoming somebody different. The thing is, Laura, like already mentioned and Mark mentioned, they believe, or people believe, that sometimes a guy will try to turn into a woman so he can win some money athletically. I think that's what they're talking about. And uh, I think those people should be prosecuted. I mean, if, <laughs> that, if, if that's what they're doing. But I can't imagine that, that, that there, there's a whole lot of people doing that. Okay, let's uh, switch to something a little bit lighter than uh, 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 transgender athletes. Uh, Favorite commercial last Sunday uh, at the Super Bowl. I've already said that mine was the Bradley Cooper one with his mom's. Uh, when Bradley says, uh, uh, "I want," I've been nominated eleven times. And she says, "But you've never won." I thought that was as cute as it comes. Uh, let's start with uh, Mark Mancini. Your favorite commercial last week at the Super Bowl? 
Well, uh, God, it's a toss-up between the flag football and Ben Affleck working at the donut shop when J-Lo came through. That's definitely mine. Bring home, <laughs> bring home a glazed, would you, honey? <laughs> yeah. Boy, somewhere in this country, uh, Alex Rodriguez is kicking himself, realizing that he should have kept uh, J-Lo. He might have had a matching tattoo. But, but you, know, you know what, Mark? I don't think it was A-Rod's decision. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, you mentioned uh, uh, Ben um, and Jen two weeks ago at the Grammys. It it looked like Ben was dying. (laughs) Didn't it look like he wanted wanted to be anywhere but there? Anywhere but there? That was like, uh, I'm sure she screamed at him when she got home because it was like, he was, let me die here. I, I I I didn't quite understand that. But, but she kind of screamed at him in in whispers yeah, during the Grammys, that. right? All right, before we go, uh, the announcers on uh, Fox, uh, Art Source, as a former player for the Rams and a player for USC and uh, uh, run Galaxy Sports. Uh, your comments about the, the Fox work uh, as far as announcers are concerned? I thought they did a very good job. Um, I think it's going to be real entertaining if they keep this team together and add Tom Brady as a third voice into the Fox sports, you know, uh, press box. But I really thought they did a good job. I think Greg Olson is a star up on the incoming. He did an excellent job. And uh, I was, I was quite pleased with everything. Uh, I thought it was a little funny that Terry Bradshaw said, waddle over here and talk to me about the championship. I mean, that was a little bizarre. So he said that to Andy Reid, but other than that, I was all good with it. Laura Snoke, uh, you probably were feeding people at your party, but if you had a <laughs> chance to listen to a lot of the game, what did you think of the, broad, the, the telecast? I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was pretty good. Well, you, you've been to my Super Bowl party, so you know I watched wow. the game. People feed themselves. <laughs> so that's why I didn't see any of the commercials, because during the commercials, I actually talked to my guests. So um, <laughs> it's the only seriously. time I talked to them during the game. <laughs> Mark, finally, uh, your comments about uh, the Fox telecast. Well, I'm a, you know, I, 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 you know, it's too bad, you know, <sighs> Buck and Aikman aren't there and too bad Romo's not there. I like them, but. We got what we got. I mean, I was, you know, I, I'm not a big Olsen guy. I don't know. Maybe he's going to grow on me a little. But I wonder if the guy that called you up that was worried about losing the bet was at Laura's Super Bowl party. <laughs> uh, no, no, he wasn't. No, he, was, he wasn't there because uh, no, he definitely wasn't there. He was home with his wife, and that was the problem. He had to go in another room to make the phone call. And uh, I don't know. Hey, look. Uh, this believe sports business sports media. You can email us. I'd like to thank Laura. I'd like to thank Art. I'd like to thank Mark. Thanks uh, you, Mario, very much for putting the show together. And we will see you around the corner. Believe sports business sports media. Also heard on Pod Clips. Bye, everybody.